Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Today, the Mac vaccine mandate went into effect for Canadian and American cross-border truckers. Unvaccinated truck drivers returning to or entering Canada from the United States are going to be required to quarantine for 14 days and then test negative. If you're a truck driver, you can't sit for 14 days. You can't just cross off your schedule 14 days and then the next time you go into the United States you have to do it all over again. So on Wednesday of this week the federal government policy, this policy, this vaccine mandate was declared rescinded as you well recall by the CBSA, the Canada Border Services Agency, only to see the government, the Trudeau government, the very next day on Thursday declare that the policy remains in effect. Meanwhile, On the U.S. side of the border, American President Joe Biden's vaccine mandate is set to go into effect one week from today for truckers entering the United States. So what's the likely impact of the vaccine mandate on cross-border Canadian truck drivers? What's the likely impact of the mandate on Canadians who are already justly concerned about the supply chain In the next half hour, we're going to talk to three independent truckers. I've spoken to them earlier this week, and they all told me the same thing. If the mandate goes into effect, we're done. We're done as of today. So we'll talk to them in about a half an hour's time. We have spoken on two occasions with two trucking firm owners in Ontario. Ron Foxcroft is the owner of Fluke Transport and chairman of Fox 40 Industries in Hamilton, and David Carruth of OneForFreight.com. They are both back with us. Ron, David, thank you very much for taking the time. How concerned are you about this vaccine mandate and what the mandate means? And I'm just looking actually at a Bloomberg headline. Trudeau plays dangerous game demanding U.S. truckers have shots. That's the American side of the argument. Uh, David, let me start with you. How concerned are you? Well, Roy, again, thank you very much for putting this topic uh, front and center. Uh, Actually, very, very concerned. Um, you know, our supply chain over the last couple of years uh, with this pandemic is, has been very, very fragile. Uh, and I, I just see this creating a, a bigger issue and a longer um, a longer recovery time from this. And, and Ron, what about you? What's what's the immediate concern about the, the mandate and what it, I mean, you may, I don't know if you agree with it or not, but what does the mandate actually mean and what concerns does it raise? My concern, Roy, this has been a tough week. On Wednesday, uh, with the government rescinding the, uh, the rule, it became very confusing and unsettling. The one thing I would like us to do, I don't know if this is possible, but I'm, I'm going inter- to interrupt myself and say, Roy, thanks for bringing this this to the attention of your listeners, and thank you for Chorus Radio for bringing this to the attention of, of, of your listeners. I really want to see, if this is possible, the USA and the Canada government communicate and collaborate, and whatever they decide on, communicate the rules the same. Communicate very, very efficiently to us so we know what the rules are. Uh, Roy, you can't work in, in, in a system where you don't know what the rules were. And on Wednesday this week, it was very confusing and very unsettling, and I am very, very concerned about shelves being reduced, shelves being empty, and the prices of goods. And let's start right now with fruit and vegetables. You are going to see the price 
uh, fruits and vegetables immediately go through the roof. So the Canadian Trucking Alliance uh, said 22,990 job vacancies for transport truck drivers were there in December. When you, when you two both first started talking to me about this, 22,990, we might as well say 23,000 jobs, were vacant, were needed drivers, 23,000 drivers. That represented a 20% surge in driver vacancies over the second quarter of 2021. How do you counter that? David, how do you counter that as a trucking firm, particularly when more drivers will be stepping aside today because of the mandate? And I'll be talking to three of them in about uh, 20 minutes. So you're correct. By our count, our estimation, we think another 26,000 drivers are coming out of the cross-border um, cross-border lanes effective today. Um, to put this in perspective, what we have to do as companies is we have to start prioritizing what freight to move. We have to start prioritizing um, what clients to deal with. And and the supply chain itself is, it, it's, it's just, it, it's awful, is, is to put it this way. To build on Ron's point, on Wednesday and Thursday, when the government walked back their statement, a number of my colleagues launched into the U.S. with drivers that they knew were not vaccinated, thinking they had a reprieve. Now they've got drivers coming back across the border after today who are going to come out of the supply chain because of this rule and because of the ineptness of the what happened on Wednesday and Thursday. Yeah, Ron, that's so hard to accept that on Wednesday... You'd have a major agency, the Canada Border Services Agency, say this mandate is over. And then the very next day, you have three government ministers step in front of cameras and say, no, it's not over. It's still on. And as David says, and you say, there are companies that sent their drivers across the border unvaccinated, believing that the thing was done, that the mandate wasn't going to be in effect. And now they're going to come back. They're going to have to come back and they'll have to quarantine for 14 days. It just creates more confusion where none was necessary. Very unsettling. And, and your colleague, Alex Pearson, referred to it as a gong show. Roy, that's exactly what it was. But... I'll tell you right now, uh, thank you to the CTA. The CTA are doing an amazing professional job communicating with the government on both sides of the border. And as I said earlier, let's hope the USA and the, and the Canada government collaborate and communicate. But I'll tell you, Roy, what we have decided to do, and I think our industry has decided to do, this was a big problem beyond, before the, the COVID, recruiting and retention. We're skilled trade, we're an aging trade, we're losing drivers, and we really need to come up, and Canadians are good, Roy, we need to come up with an innovative, creative recruiting and retention program. Uh, I know for our company, Fluke Transport, for David's company, but for the entire industry, let's not count on anybody, the government, to help us. Let's step up as the private sector and be leaders and be innovators and get a recruitment and retention program in place. What sort of reality is the Canadian consumer facing given what is in fact the rule now? What are Canadians looking at over the next weeks and months? Well, in fact, those drivers are actually out now. Part of the Canadian rule is that uh, unvaccinated American drivers cannot enter Canada as of today. 
So if you put this in perspective, and you, you think that it just say twenty to twenty six thousand drivers are are out of the pool, and each driver can can handle an average of two loads a week across the border, right? So that's fifty two thousand loads on a week to week basis that aren't crossing the border of food, consumer goods, medical supplies, and then you multiply that by fifty. And then potentially 40,000 pounds is just saying an average of a load, uh, an average payload. And, and you can very easily get into the millions and billions of pounds of goods not moving across the border. Wow. Uh, Ron, the majority of Canadians, the vast majority of Canadians tell pollsters they, they want Canadians to be vaccinated. So there's, you know, there's the, there's the to and fro on this, but the vast majority of Canadians say they want Canadians to be vaccinated. Okay, let's assume that's a given. What do you think should have taken place in order to keep the traffic moving across the border? And the reason I ask this, when this COVID pandemic began in early 2020, truck drivers were seen as heroes because they're the ones who were unvaccinated. All of us were. And yet they continued to drive. They continued to deliver. They continued to be on the job. And now they see themselves as being um, picked on by government and they are walking off the job. The what should have happened? What's the alternative here? Well, Roy, I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm I'm in favor of vaccines, but this is uh, I'm not going to uh, delve into the argument of you should be vaccinated or you you should not be vaccinated. But I think, and I know David agrees with me, and the and the uh, Canadian Trucking Association agrees with me. The truck driving industry should be exempt mm-hmm. from these vaccines because I'll tell you, Roy. In our trucks, that's our home, that's our office. We are not COVID spreaders. All we do is we get in our truck, we work hard, we're skilled trade. We should be exempt. And the only thing the Canadian Trucking Association have done, uh, and, and I applaud them, the only thing they've asked for is, number one, a possible exemption for the trucking industry, number two, a delay in this rule by both countries both countries talk communicate collaborate give us more time now roy i gotta tell you bluntly we've got two people in our company that uh were not uh vaccinated and and they have softened their position and I'm not saying whether that's right or wrong. That's, I'm not delving into that argument. But they've softened their position and they've got vaccinated. So the Canadian Trucking Association have said to the government, give us more time to get people vaccinated. But In the government, the meantime, Ron, Ron the, government, the government hasn't responded. The government's just said we're going ahead with the mandate. So they're not listening to you. No, they're not. That's too bad. The government's got some big stuff. I'm I'm not going on your show to badmouth the government, you know, like a Monday morning uh, uh, quarterback, uh, you know, badmouthing the referees. All I'm saying, they've got a lot of things on their plate, but all yeah, we're we all asking do. for is give us an exemption and give us some time. Yeah. Now, so look, because th- there's no alternative to this. We can't suddenly say, uh, can we, David? Oh, we'll just have rail deliver everything then. We, we, yeah. there, there's no ready alternative standing by to take over from the truckers who aren't crossing the border. It, th- there isn't. And, and our two governments actually proved early on in March of 2020 uh, that, that they could keep the borders open, keep the borders flowing very, very smoothly, and, and keep the drivers safe. And to build on Ron's point, 
you know, we've done all sorts of work within our industry in, in studying this, the spread of the pandemic. And, and our industry um, ha- has one of the lowest infectious rates of this. And it's simply because most people, and the drivers especially, operate solo. They operate in their trucks, mm-hmm. and the communities and the shippers and the consignees and the customers have kept the drivers safe. They provided services for them. And it, it just, what I, what I was hoping to see on Thursday is, you know, Canada putting a little bit of a olive branch out saying, we'll delay it, and then it would have got them back to the table. And for some reason, uh, somebody internally in, in the Canadian government walked that back, and, and we would just urge them get to the table with the American government and keep the borders open and keep it flowing so we don't see a, a meltdown in our supply chain. How quickly do you expect this to happen? How quickly do you expect this meltdown to happen, Ron? How quickly do you expect the effect of the mandate on the truckers who will not be driving? How quickly do you expect that to be seen and felt by the consumer? In the next seven days, Roy, we're going to see a reduced product on the shelves. We're going to see empty shelves. We're going to see prices go wow. up. And, Roy, I want to bring attention to one point. Uh, charities and not-for-profits depend oh. on the trucking industry because my friend, a charity, uh, a minister in a charity, delivered 7,000 meals to needy families in 2021. They cannot withstand empty shelves and prices going up for essentials and groceries. Charities depend on it. Roy, you ran five trucks to Quebec in early 2000 during the ice storm and got nominated for Citizen of the Year. Charities need trucks running. Yeah, you you ran the trucks, but thank you. It was a tremendous combination effort, and it was about people getting together to help one another. Look, if this is not an essential service, I'd like to somebody to define for me what an essential service really is. And it's been allowed to spiral and become muddied, and it's allowed to become a situation where people are going to suffer and struggle and become angry, and that is not the way things should be. Just this this week has been such a mass confusion. It's crazy. 51 years ago, USA sent a man to the moon. Now, to get home tonight from the Buffalo Bills game, you got to get tested and be double-vaxxed. It's nuts. What's going to happen to the trucking industry? Let me ask you this as well. David, what's going to happen to trucking firms? Are we going to lose trucking firms now? Is that just going to compound the problem? It's an interesting question. Um, it's it, because there's a lot of um, uh, there's a lot of uh, companies right now um, that are you know operating at a 99 at a hundred or 101 and you know they just can't afford to keep operating uh, and, and breaking even or losing money and and it's not just trucking companies obviously restaurants and right. all sorts of other industries are okay. feeling it okay um, If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.